2: what's good wizards fans it's your host the real ed oliver and my guy brandon scott the washington wizards lose to the Warriors, 127 to 118 they fought hard but they lose the warriors going on an eight eight to nothing run to seal the game let's get to it
0: you are locked on wizards your daily washington wizards podcast part of the locked on podcast network your team every day
2: I just want to thank you guys for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. So the Wizards lose to the Warriors 127 to 118. The the Wizards are now 18 and 26. They have the sixth worst record in the NBA. Um, So the Wizards, they actually, the Warriors actually went on a 29 to 12 run to finish the game. Brandon, what was your main reason for the Wizards losing this game? Steph Curry had 41 points tonight. Uh, Yeah, he had 41 points tonight. And Jordan Poole had 32 points tonight. Uh, what was your biggest reason why the Wizards lost this game
1: tonight? I think there's a multiple reasons why we lost this game, and it's the same reasons why we lost a lot of games this year. Uh, transition defense. The, uh, the the Golden State Warriors pushed the pace. They pushed it fast. I mean, they 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 go fast down the court, and they caught us slipping a lot. And you know, they were fast. You know, it felt like even though we would score, they would score like five to seven seconds later. You know, it's just the lack of transition defense. You know, there's a few times in this game where just to you know, the communication of defensive end was bad. You know, you had five guys standing there watching the guy shoot, and it's just it's, it's, it's terrible, man. You know, they hit us with the three. Uh sixty-three combined points by Stephen Curry and Jordan Poole. They did whatever they wanted to do. I mean, Stephen Curry, Stephen Curry. You know, future Hall of Famer. It, it shows the championship pedigree of the Golden State. They just they kept the pressure, even though we went up. They they quickly made up those points. It's just a tale of two different teams, man. Um, KP, I thought played really well you know he got some um couple and ones in the in, in the first half you know he was attacking the paint you know you know he does what he does he shoots but <laughs> in 32 points he he kept us in the game now looking at other people that kind of had a factor in us staying with golden state monte moore shout out 17 points but 10 assists he's really selling into the distributing role gafford responded 14 points five rebounds i, I felt like he played better and Rui. 16 points, he was efficient, seven for nine for the field and two for three from the three-point line. So Rui moved back to what he does best, scoring off the bench. So, you know, it, it was a winnable game except for the fourth quarter. <laughs> the fourth quarter, they really they they finished the game. It was, it was a knockout blow for us. So, so yeah, the factors I would say that really, other than transition defense, boxing out, I mean, boxing out is terrible. I mean, time and time again this season, we allow teams second-chance points. You know, we give we we keep their possessions alive too much, man. Boxing out has been an issue. So, you know, out of those factors, if I pinpoint one, I would say transition defense. They were able to score whenever and as fast as they wanted to. And that is an issue. So transition defense tonight let us down.
2: Yeah, I would say towards the end, uh communication on defense as well. Now, Steph and Jordan Poole, they went crazy from the three-point line that they tried to overcompensate on screens, that they were leaving Draymond Green wide open for layups. Um, Draymond Green, just being a savvy veteran that he is, uh, he was slipping the screen, got to the basket a couple times. Another wide open layup. It was about three times where he had wide open opportunities. He got fouled on one. He missed the layup. Um, But that hurt us down the stretch, too. And then they had a controversial call on the charge on Kyle Kuzma, which I thought was a was a was a bad call, in my opinion. I'm not blaming the game on that, but I thought that was a pretty bad call. Now, Kuz, yes. He has to move the ball, and I talk about it all the time. They're the refs are just they're calling charge on him. They really are. They're, they're like they're waiting for him to just put his head down and get to the basket. A lot of the times, yes, it does work where he's being. Ag- I like where he's being aggressive and getting to the basket. I love that. I love that part of his game. But there's a lot of times where they're calling travels on him and they're calling charges on him. And I thought I thought it was a bad call, but it hurt us in the end. Then they call another offensive foul on Kuz, where they said he stuck his leg out. Um, that at that point, I think we were down by ten. Um, but just turnovers and missed layups, they they don't the Warriors they take advantage of that. They they're looking to run and push the pace. Next thing you know, Steph Curry hits a three, Jordan Poole hits a three, and they're up by seven, eight points, and now they're up by ten. So they went on a twenty nine to twelve run. I thought the Wizards, they were close, of course, the whole game. We had a nine point lead at one point. That was our largest lead. I thought Monte Morris played one of his better, one of his best games. He's played a lot better in the last couple of games. Um, but just defense really hurt us. Um Jordan Poole, he, he had some tough shots. I gotta give him some credit too, where he had a step back before the end of the half. And Steph Curry, he's he's just gonna hit some tough shots. He took 15 threes, uh, six for fifteen. Jordan Poole took 13 threes, seven for thirteen uh from the three-point line, thirty-two and forty-one. Um when those go when those guys go off like that, it, it's just hard to win games. And, and Draymond Green, he had a big offensive rebound. Uh, towards the end of the game, where he tipped it back out to Jordan Poole, and Jordan Poole hit a three, so that was kind of the nail in the coffin, the dagger in the heart, right there, uh, for the Wizards. Um, but you know, we we didn't provide enough resistance on defense, and then offensively, we just got stagnant towards the end. Porzingis was hot, man; he had 32 points, and uh, I thought nobody could guard him. And we we didn't keep feeding him. Or he he towards the second half, he didn't really he didn't he wasn't as aggressive as he was in the first half where I want to say he had 20 points in the first half. But, you know, Draymond Green, he can't stop Porzingis. Come on, Looney, he's too short to really guard uh, Porzingis as well. So I thought we definitely should have kept feeding the ball uh, to Chris S. Porzingis uh, down the stretch. And Kuz, 5 for 20 in night, 4 for 12 from the three-point line. Um, some of the shot selection, was some. he took some tough shots. He made some tough shots. But some of the tough shots that he took down the stretch definitely hurt us as well.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, if you look at the last game, man, he – You know, his aggressiveness and his shot selection to a certain degree kept us in that game. But this game shows how sometimes Koos can take you out of games. I mean, efficiency, you know, he shot, was it, 5 for 20. So (laughs) 25%, man. So, you know, he definitely hurt us tonight. You know, I I do love his aggressiveness. Like you said, I'm a big fan of his aggressiveness. I think, you know, I think we covered last video, man, whereas, you know, he can't take a hit with efficiency, but I think the aggressiveness kind of offsets that because with his size and his aggressiveness – He 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 can drive the lane whenever he wants, you know. So like I said, he can keep you in games, but he can easily also take you out of games. I think this is a classic example of him kind of taking us out of his game. You know, Kispert. You know, we were talking about it before the before the episode, man. Kispert, as far as a role guy, I like his basketball IQ. I like the fact that he's a cutter. His shot has gotten better, but he's not it on the starting unit. You know, his five points, he, he he's not. He's just not contributing the way he should on the starting unit, because really, often not. We are always searching for that third or fourth score to help out, you know, because very often the night of the season, you've seen usually two out of the three of the solid three that are picking up the slack. And you know, Rui's been he's done well scoring off the bench, but we're always trying to find that third or fourth guy to really help us. And it just, you know, Monte, he did like you said, he did well. Monte's really, he's really starting to play well. He really is 10 assists. Um, shout out to the bench, man. I think DeLon with nine points, but seven assists, you know, he's really trying to orchestrate the second unit. And i say this, man. That second unit, I like the lineup. I like Rui and Denny playing together, and I like Goodwin and Delon playing together. I think that is a good bench lineup. Now, obviously, with Brad coming back at some point, you know Kispert's gonna go back to the bench, but I have no problem. You know, if 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 West can show that he can overlap the rotation, I have no problem with a ten man rotation as far as Kispert, Rui, Denny, Delon, and Goodwin on the star, on the bench unit, and of course the starting unit. But um, the referees, I'm not gonna blame it on them, but they are some. They obviously playing the whole all-star superstar card i mean <laughs> we see it all the time man especially here at capital one man you know Stephen he got a lot of love tonight from the crowd and they, there was mvp chance it was just it was as, as a loyal wizards fan it was it was hard to watch man i, I hate seeing an opposing player get mvp chance but you know he, he gets that treatment everywhere he goes you know Stephen curry is a future hall of famer he's going to get those calls uh jordan goodwin again uh i believe that he put his forearm into monte I think that was a terrible call for the refs. I think he... That put was Jordan it Poole. Oh, J- oh, Jordan Poole, my bad. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Jordan Poole, he... he. I think that he put his form, and I think that was a call that was missed by the refs. And, of course, the foul on Kuz, I, I, I'm i with you. I disagree with that call. So you can't blame them for the loss, but those are two very controversial calls that really, to a certain degree, could kind of, you know, ebb the... or really change the momentum to us. And it killed us as far as momentum wise. So... Yeah, my takeaways is transition defense and defensive communication. I, th- I believe somebody said on Twitter, man, that at this point in the season, we are what we are. You know, you, you're not going to change <laughs> how you're going to do things at midway point in the season. You are who you are. And unfortunately, we are a team who struggles with communicating on defense. It, it, it's real frustrating watching five guys, watch a guy shoot a three-point shot. You know, I know KP does what he can to cover that ground being seven three to try to get a hand up in a lot of shooters' faces, but Three-point shooters kill us. That, that is the recipe for success to beat the Wizards. Push the pace. Challenge the, make them challenge you on the perimeter because very often not, we are terrible on perimeter defense. We're, we're terrible on transition defense. You can't communicate, you know, against stronger bigs. We struggle in the paint. It's just we're not a good defensive team, and at this point in the season, we are what we are. So, yeah, defense. I mean, turnovers, like you said, 14 is not a lot. I mean, it's, it's not little either. I mean, it's kind of the gray area, you know, it's – but they capitalized twenty one points off of turnovers, and again, this is the recipe to beat us: push the pace. Because when you make us run, you, you, we're so unbalanced in transition. So yeah, that would be my takeaways, man.
2: Yeah, all right, we're gonna get to yeah, and the MVP chance. It happens a lot, unfortunately. It really does. Um, there's a lot of bandwagon Warriors fans, of course. Um, so I'm not surprised Steph got MVP chance. Yeah, I thought the Jordan pool challenge. I thought that was a bad. Call in my opinion as well, but like I said, they, they didn't lose because of the refs. You can't let Draymond Green have wide open layups, and, and you know, that that's a big reason why they lost tonight as well. Um, but we're gonna get some more takeaways. We're gonna talk about the young guys' performance, Rui and Denny as well, how they how they play tonight. Also, talk a little bit more about Corey Kispert, uh, but before we do get to that, this episode is brought to you by Rocket Money. If your New Year's goals are to manage your budget better and save money, you need Rocket Money. Say goodbye to last year's outdated, disorganized methods of managing your money and say hello to Rocket Money. The better way to hack your finances in 2023. Rocket Money, formerly known as Truebill, is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. Rocket Money will quickly and easily identify your your subscriptions for you so you can stop paying for the ones you don't want. Over 3 million people have used Rocket Money, saving the average person up to $720 a year. Rocket Money makes canceling subscriptions as easy as a click of a button. Simply find the subscription you don't want and press cancel, and Rocket Money will cancel it for you. No more long hold times with customer service or tedious emailing back and forth. Stop throwing your money away, cancel unwanted subscriptions, and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash LockedOnNBA. That's rocketmoney.com slash LockedOnNBA. rocketmoney.com slash LockedOnNBA.
0: This is Jake from Locked On. Sometimes you and I need that kind of support too. think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right. So um,
2: about the young guys and and takeaways, what did you think about Wes Unzel Jr.'s performance today? Did you have anything that you disagreed with today or anything that stood out from Wes Um, and also Rui and Denny's performance today?
1: I think the only thing I would say against West tonight, because I don't don't think it really much on West tonight. It was just a classic example of two guys doing whatever they wanted to do. But um, I think you mentioned it, man. KP not getting those touches in the second half. You know, he started out strong, man. But it kind of seemed like his touches went down. He became less and less involved in the offense. So I I would say that would be something that came, you know, really stood out to me. But to me, it's not really on West. You know, it's just. Again, I'm gonna reiterate, man. We are where we are. It's I, I don't know. Let's change it up. Maybe it is because the defense. <laughs> Maybe it is on West because, like we just said, man, we are where we are at this point in the season, and you know, to be at this point at the midway point and still not being very good at defense, I, you know, to me that's alarming, man. You know, this 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 whole philosophy of bringing defense to dc from denver it ain't working i don't know what he brought it wasn't defense he brought mom say and he brought will man but he didn't bring defense because defense is just is, is, an, is an issue man you know with the fight i'm looking at a couple comments the, yeah we fought you know the fight is in his team when we care now very often there's times when we don't but when his team really does care and wants to challenge and play hard they, they we stay in games you know easily gold state could have blew us out and we kept the fight in it we kept going you know, I like, you know, and it comes to leadership to a certain degree now, um, DeLon, like I said, DeLon, his uh, defensive leadership shows on that second unit. You know, his, his, his uh, score sheet is not going to be elaborate, you know, 9.7 assists, but he has really taken over possession of being that leader on the second unit. So, yeah, that, 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 that would be um, – but looking at the younger guys, my bad. Uh, younger guys, you know, again, Rui, he does what he does. He's that scoring punch off the bench. You know he can slide in after you know a starter comes out, come in and add instant offense. Now he did cook; he got cooked a few times on defense, but as you know, he's not the you know defensive stopper. But and he tries; he's really gotten better. But Denny, huh? Six points, five rebounds. Um, I like his defense. You know that's never an issue with him. But you got to hit those wide open shots. There is a reason why every team in this league is leaving you wide open, and everybody's got their hands in the hips, waiting on them watching you shoot. Because he, that shot just ain't it, man. I don't. I, don't, I believe it was on Twitter where they were showing how Drew Hanley came to talk to him at the practice. And somebody said, I, "I hope they're talking about getting his money back." Well, I mean, that was supposed to be the whole improvement was with his shot. You know what I mean? And the fact that they're watching him shoot is is, is frustrating. He's really got to get on that shot because you know his defense is good. He's a good defensive player, but I say it all the time, man. This is a perimeter-centric league. You know, when you got centers who are hitting threes for a guy on a small four and you ain't hitting them, I'm just saying it's a, it's a whole different league now. Everybody's shooting behind the arch. So out of the young guys, um, how do I say this? They are who they are. They're they're good role guys, man. They're good role guys. You know, I we were talking about before Kispert, just not it starting. Denny, defensive-wise, I think he could start, but the shot just ain't there. And Rui. Really, now, a little bit of defense, I think, is that My negative with Dury is is only his defense. His scoring, he's he's a proficient scorer. He really is. Seven for nine, two for three from behind the arc. So, you know, he's usually a high percentage shooter. But defensive wise, you know, you gotta you gotta be able to bang in there with those fours. A lot of people are playing centers at the four now. So if you're gonna play at the four and be a starter, you got to be able to muscle up with these guys because you know you go against these Evan Mobleys. <laughs> they're gonna test you. So that would be my my opinion on these young guys. I am a big fan of all of them. I think they all have their skills, and they have the areas where they're good at, but they are who they are. They're good role guys, and I don't think out of the three right now, any of them are polished starters. So,
2: Definitely, uh, 100%. I thought Rui played the best out of all three. Um, they're just very inconsistent. Corey's very inconsistent. Five points today. He'll give you 12 one day and then five, and then and he's super, super inconsistent on offense um the missed dunk was was egregious but and then he missed a layup he got a putback and made it didn't make a left hand layup today i thought he tried defensively but there's just some times where you're just not going to be able to stop stuff and you're not going to be able to stop um jordan Poole. they're just going to hit some tough shots um delon Wright, like you said i thought he had a good game in the first half i thought he played really 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 well um nine points two still seven assists i like how him and, and jordan goodwin played together i thought they wreaked some havoc to start out um they were just being active on defense as well um Gafford I thought he had some good minutes 14 points he caught a couple lobs he was a plus 17 today Porzingis was a minus 17 Kuzma was a minus 15 Corey was a plus 11 um but I really like the minutes that Gafford gave tonight um 14 points five boards he was catching lobs getting some boards and, and running the floor as well I, I thought he was very active he was finishing really well around uh, close to the rim as well six for eight from the field two for two from the free throw line like you said, Monte Morris with a double-double tonight. This was one of his best games uh, so far as a Washington Wizard. And Rui played well, too, offensively. Defensively, he got caught in the back door by Andrew Wiggins, but everybody tonight really didn't play well defensively, so it's not, like, his fault that they lost game because of his defense. Um, seven for nine from the field, like you said, two for three. I, and you always say he's a three-level scorer. I think he's a three-level scorer, too. I mean, he's not going to dribble the ball or handle the rock like a guard at times, but I think he can score from the three in the mid-range and from the post and the inside. I, I think he's a very high, uh, offensively polished player. I think he's a, I think he's a really le- a legitimate scorer in this league, um, and we'll see if he's back next year or even here past the trade deadline. But I think whatever team he's going to be on next year or for years to come, I think he's going to be a really, really good uh, scorer in this league for sure. So, yeah, the young guys, they're just really inconsistent. Johnny Davis was on the bench today too. I heard he had nine points in the G League. Uh, I gotta look that up, but um, you know, we'll see if he gets some time later on in in the year. But um, you know, right now, Todd Gibson collected a DMP. He didn't play tonight. Anthony Gill didn't play tonight. Barton once again collects a DMP. He didn't play tonight either. So, uh, the trade deadline is quickly approaching, February 9th. We'll see. There was some news about Kuzma. We'll we'll probably from Mark Stein. We'll probably talk about that tomorrow. Not tonight. We're gonna get to your questions, um, but we're gonna get a quick word in from Brandon before we get to that.
1: Yes, sir. Tonight's episode is brought to you by Bet BetOnline.net is your number one source for uh, sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Wow. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from pro football to college bowl season to basketball and the World Cup. We got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can even find those at BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online, where the game starts. Like I always say, it is my go-to, so definitely check it out.
0: The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up-to-date. Locked On NBA. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
1: We recommend it. So, uh, right before we get into comments, uh, I want to say this, man. Um, look at that Gaff. I believe Gaff. He's starting to really challenge. You know, really drive the lane a little bit. Like he's really trying to expand his offensive tool bag a little bit. You know he's not that guy who's just gonna go from his back to the basket and go from there. You know he's putting the ball to the floor and he's trying to you know draw fouls. You know I think that if he can kind of expand his game to maybe add a mid range, I McGaffrey's mean, on point. Like I I like his energy. He's really trying to expand his game. You know there's a few times uh, in this game where he'll put the ball on the floor and he'll 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 drive. You never saw that earlier this year, especially not last year. You know he, so you know he for a while he was that guy that had to be spoon fed, but he's starting to really expand his game a little bit. So that's one thing I know about Gav. So
2: Definitely, yeah. I mean, yeah, like you said, he, he needs he needs to be assisted. He needs a guard to set him up, and I thought they were able to give him some lobs today. And, you know, he's got a couple – he's about four inches tall and, and than Draymond Green, so it's easier for him to finish over top of him. Um, but, yeah, we're going to get to some of these comments here. We'll wrap it up. Happy MLK Day to everybody. Thank you guys for tuning in on a holiday. Yes, uh, Monday uh Monday, start off with Shugsby. He says the ref screwed us on that Kuz foul. He also has too many open lanes for, we're not going to name, call Draymond, but, you know, <laughs> Shug's, you're a funny guy. And then he says, and I'm blaming the game on the refs. I would not agree with that. Um, I know the refs were not, they didn't help us out at all. They didn't do us any favors. But the Wizards didn't help themselves either on the defensive side of the ball. And the turnovers down the stretch really hurt as well. Um, he said, you hear how loud their lady ref yelled foul like he didn't call her after.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, like I said, I'm not gonna blame it on the refs, but those two calls, I think they were they were terrible calls. Terrible calls. And I think it has a lot to do with let's, let's call it like it is, man. All-star treatment. You know, they, you know, Steph gets a lot of calls, man. So I think that had a little bit to do with it. And especially, man, it's it, it can be frustrating because it seems like at Wizards and even Commanders games, you know, we're outnumbered sometimes. You know, if you look at the crowd, that was I don't know what the percentage was, man, but there was a high level of warrior fans Now we know a lot of them bandwagon because you know they weren't around when they were you know losing with baron davis but all of a sudden you know but whatever but i i, I those two calls man I, I do think they were controversial calls so
2: oh 100 110 I, I didn't agree with those calls at all um jameer wallace said the win's kind of in the fourth but i like the fight yeah, they did. Down the stretch, the Warriors went on an 8 to nothing run. And they finished the game on a 29-12 to 12 run. Turnovers um, definitely hurt us, and shot selection definitely hurt us down the stretch. Settling for threes, and the Warriors run out. When you take a bad shot, it's almost like a turnover. And the Warriors they run, and they're going to pull up for threes. Jordan Poole will pull up for a three. They're going to run their pick and roll, and Draymond was slipping for the screen, and he was wide open. Um, Woke Queen said Wizards to trade Rui because West is trying to ruin his confidence. I like him, but he needs a coach we will give him opportunities and build up his confidence. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll go first on this one. Um, I mean, it was reportedly that they were trying to trade him already um for Jay Crowder, you know, so I don't know how true that is. Um, but I, I, I just I don't know if he's gonna be back next year. And, and if they don't feel that he's gonna be back next year, or they they're not hundred same thing with Kuz. If they're not if they're not a hundred percent on board. When bringing him back, then you need to get some value for him. And I do think his trade value has gone up since then. He's had a couple of good games, 30-point game, one game, 26-point game, game, one game as well. Um, So I I think they should explore trade. If they really don't feel that they're going to bring him back. Now, they have a couple weeks to make a decision. The clock is ticking. I would love to see Rui back. Of course, it has to be at the right price, but I would love to see Rui back. I think he has a lot of potential. I think he's going to be a really good player in the NBA um, this is what his third or fourth year. Anyway, I think he. I think there's so many mixed reviews on Rui. A lot of people are out on him. I just don't see how when somebody can score that well. I know defensively there's some things to be desired. He doesn't rebound as much as you want him to, to rebound, but I think he's a strong – I think he's stronger than what people think. I think he's more athletic than what people think. I think he finished around the rim. Porzingis had a really nice pass and transition to um, Rui, and he had a nice dunk as well. So um, there's a lot of things I like from Rui. Yes, he's inconsistent. Didn't play too well against the Knicks. had a, he had a he had a he had a rough game shooting wise, but I think tonight he showed how talented he is and how easily he can score and get to the basket and get to his spots, the mid range game. So I'm I'm a big fan of Rui's game. I really am. Um, Wes, I, I would I don't know if Wes is trying to ruin his confidence, but even last you can see he had ruined a minute restriction. So I don't know if I would agree with that, but I can kind of see where you're coming from. Where let me how, how many minutes did Rui get tonight anyway? Um. Rui got, and you know, he's he's in a six man role, so he got, he got 26 minutes off the bench. So he got more minutes than Gafford, who started, and he got basically as many minutes as, as Kispert. DeLon Wright got 28, Denny got 14 minutes, Goodman got 14 minutes. So I, I wouldn't say West really hates him. He, he got a good amount of minutes tonight 26 minutes.
1: I'll say this, man, you know, I, and I get it when it comes to Rui or even Denny or even Coos. Now, you know, there's a lot of pluses and minuses that people who are either a fan or not. I'll say this about Rui, you know. He, he is definitely a scorer. He can score at a high level. I just think it's an example of him not being in the right system. It's a defensive system that, you know, he, if you're not good at defense, then it's tar- It's tough to implement a defensive system. I could see him being in the offense, which is a faster pace offense, where, you know, they can really utilize the scoring. And, I, and I'll say that. You know, I, I just think it's an example of the wrong um, system for him because I like him as a player. Now, like you said, on defense – I think he has gotten better year after year on defense because his first couple of years in the league, man. I mean, it was like when i looking at that video, of Otto Porter still standing there looking and the dude's already on the side of the court. You know what I'm saying? So he's, you know, there was times where he looked lost, but he's really gotten better. You know what I mean? So, but he's not going to be a defensive stopper. And I think in this system, if Wes really is going to implement this system, he's got to find the guys who are going to fit it. And I just don't think he's a fit. I like him, but I think that, He's best served on another team for both sides. I think as far as implementing this system, it's best for us by moving him. And I think for him, getting into it on a team where, like I said, they can utilize his skills. He's a scorer who can move. He can – you know, he's not going to go out there and and do any moves with the ball, but he can put the ball on the floor. So I just – that's my humble opinion, man. I don't think it's the right system for him.
2: Yeah, um, I think he's playing well coming off the bench as a six-man scorer. I think that's the that's his best role right now where he's, he's starting to play really well doing that. Um, Woke Queen, this is probably the last one, then we'll wrap it up. Um, Jameer, she's responding she responded to Jameer Wallace. She said, Jameer was dumb to keep Kispert and two small guards in. Rui and Gafford should have been on the court. We just have no first-round pick to take. And I talked about the minutes. Yeah, Rui got 26 minutes and Gafford got 22 minutes. Gafford was playing well. I thought he played well tonight. Yeah. Um, the two small guards, yeah. is a small guard, but he was playing better tonight. So I, I, I see why he was on the court. Jordan Goodwin. He could have got some more minutes. Um, DeLon, right. He played a good amount of minutes, but, um, yeah, the Wizards, they, they got cooked on defense. They, they definitely did. So is there anything you want to read? Anything we didn't get today? We'll probably try to get to it tomorrow and, uh, read any questions that were left in the uh, comment section. Is there anything else you want to read Brandon? Or, or are you ready to wrap it up for
0: tonight?
1: Um, just looking at them. <laughs> I see a couple, um, shout out the Hawk TV. Um hashtag team blow it up, <laughs> you know, really, I think we're, we don't even need to try at this point. You know, we're already fighting for that lottery. Um, but, you know, that you do see fighting in this team. You know, you do see fighting in this team. But as we all know, there's a lot of uh, decisions that need to be made, especially with Kuz. There's a lot of, I don't know if it's misinformation, but on one hand, you know, you get a report that says that Kuz doesn't want to extend, doesn't want to be here. And then you get a a you know a, twit, uh, a tweet from his mom that says, He absolutely loves it here. So I don't know. You know, I don't know what to think about that. Um, But I think that and I'm going to say this on the way out, man, I'm going to say this. If the front office wants respect, then take charge and make those decisions. Stop going off of what people look, man, you make that decision. You know, right now is the time to get the assets that we need to really because we're thinking about now. But we've been mortgaging our future for how long? Ernie gave our future away like I was nothing. And now Tommy's just kind of moving right in there. Look, we need to really start thinking about the future as far as getting some picks back, get some guys here for longevity, and go from there. And that's what I'm going to say, man. You know, when it comes to Coos, Rui, and KP, man, at this point, ask them, do you want to stay or do you want to go? None of this waiting around. No, nah, forget all that. So I'm going to go ahead and leave with that. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> yeah, and I just see a report from Anthony Slater. Well, I think is a Warriors reporter. He said um, Draymond Green was going out with a fan. He turned a sluggish first half into a second, a huge second half. A fan was heckling Draymond Green during the game. So I guess we uh, might want to blame that fan for the loss tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Draymond Green he'll probably get on a podcast, and I know he has, right. he's had Bradley Bill on his podcast many times. Now Bradley Bill, we haven't talked about Brad once tonight. I don't know when he's going to be back. You know we haven't heard. You know it's day to day. We'll see. Um, they play the Knicks next. We'll probably we'll talk about that tomorrow. But um, yeah, I mean, I got to look at the numbers and see how many games Brad has missed this year. But you know, I, I want I do want him to take his time. I'm not I don't want him to rush back. But you know, you paid him an amount of money, and we've seen Wizards in the past. Gilbert Arenas got a big contract. He missed a lot of games. John Wall got a big contract. He missed a lot of games. So is Bradley Bill the next Wizard to get a big contract and then miss? Uh, a numerous amount of games. We, we can talk more about that tomorrow. So,
1: yeah, I totally agree, man. But yeah, go ahead and end it there. Um, appreciate everybody. You know, tough loss, winnable, winnable game, but tough mm-hmm. loss. So definitely appreciate everybody showing out, showing us love at night. Now, thanks for making Locked On Wizards your first listen today. Now make your second listen, game to game NBA. Every moment, every top performance, every result. Locked On game to game covers every game from across the NBA with local analysis that only Locked On can deliver. Follow Game to Game on Locked On ABA, available on RC app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcast. So, on YouTube, we are close to 3,000 subscribers. So, definitely like, comment below, subscribe, hit the notification button. Wherever you get your podcast, definitely give us five stars, man. Definitely show the love. And definitely check out me and my dude, the Real Ed Oliver, on Twitter and Instagram. We definitely chopping it up every day of the week about football and basketball. You know, especially about days like this. Lord have mercy. But-
2: <laughs> yeah, and thank you, man. Happy MLK Day to Matt. He says, happy MLK Day, Ed and Brandon. Y'all for real carrying the Small Wiz fan base on your shoulders.
1: Hey, man, appreciate y'all, man. You know, hey, we do this because we get a lot of love from y'all, man. So definitely appreciate y'all, man. So enjoy your holidays, y'all. Pop over the beer, get a little barbecue rolling, and definitely have a good evening. Peace.
0: Hey, Prime members.